All right, boys, welcome in episode two of Take It to the Bank. I'm Keg, as always. Got my guy Reed Cooper with me. Coop, it was a good week last week, my friend. First episode of the podcast. How you doing? Very good, man. Had, uh, had some uh, hibachi tonight with uh, some sushi. Did so, you? Yeah, man. I've been coming got, uh, quite, quite into the sushi, man. You got, first of all, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that on Sunday. But uh, hey. you you managed to have hibachi before me. I never had it. Yeah, yeah. I left the guy a $100 tip, too. Yeah, your ass left the guy a $100 tip. Um, all right, so <clears throat> let's start with uh, the good news. We've cashed the ticket in every NASCAR Cup Series race uh, this year and some qualifying. Last week, we told you our favorite driver – uh, was Kyle Busch. He got it done for us at 12 to 1, the best number that you can possibly get. Coop had uh, Kyle Busch top three and top five. That cashed. We hit three of the seven top 10 bets that we had at big plus money. So we scraped some profit there. The groups did not go as well as I thought they would. And Penske kind of got under my skin a little bit last week, but we'll get into that. Um, but all in all, we can't complain, man. It, like it, it's, it's been a really hot start to the year. Yeah, I had uh, Kyle Busch over uh, Chris Bell had to head too. Right, right. Yep. So um, it was a very good week. Yeah, very good week, and that's coming off uh, you and I hitting uh, forty to one on Stenhouse at Daytona. So I mean, it's been it's been normally it takes us a couple weeks to catch our stride. But this year, we, we hit it right out of the gate. So I'm really happy about that. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the race. Takeaways from last week. What do you think? Takeaways from last week, man. Um, you know, Chevy um, appears to have a uh, edge on uh, the teams uh, that they're competing against so far. Uh, Kyle Busch is pretty good. Uh Tyler Reddick, I think, and By William Byron, um, probably the biggest disappointments from last week. Uh, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm sure they're going to bounce back when it is. Not sure. Could be this week. Who knows? Uh, you know, there weren't many tire issues that I recall, uh, other than Martin Truex having his. Uh, but there were quite a few wrecks, uh, basically, you know, not to do with the tire. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, one other thing to watch out to for, you know, they had that uh, wreck on the restart uh, that collected. It was the biggest wreck of the race. You know, they, they've expanded that restart zone uh, by 25 yards in the front, and then they extended it 25 yards in the back, so it's 50 yards bigger. Um, so that possibly could have had something to do with that wreck, and maybe we see more wrecks in the restart zone this year. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Keep an eye on. Nothing we can do about it. It is what it is. Um, but just something to keep an eye on. But I thought it was an entertaining race uh, overall. Uh, you know, a lot of passing. Uh, we actually saw, you know, Kyle Busch make a pass for the lead, which was a good thing. You know, not in the first couple laps of a restart or anything, but during, you know, a run. So that's encouraging. And uh, I like that. But, uh, yeah, nice, nice little race we had last week. I agree. That was encouraging because clean air was king last year when it came to the Cup Series, definitely. Um, I thought that Kyle Busch and Ross Chastain's cars were really close. I guess Kyle was a little bit better late, late in that last run. But, I mean, you can't say enough good things about Trackhouse. I, Suarez ran very well. Chastain was an absolute stud. Um I think that Kyle Larson would have had a top five car had you and I seen what he actually got to do last week. I thought that was a little unfortunate that that he had the problem and we didn't really know where he was at. Uh, Penske, man, if you look at the numbers, Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano didn't have a bad week, but they didn't. neither of them ever felt like they were in contention to get up there. And compete with Bush and Chastain. Joey was at the beginning of the race, but uh, you know, then Ryan had his issues and whatever. But uh, 
know, Joey did not have a good third stage. Marty was was solid. Now you you mentioned um, the penalty, so you told me he's going to drop two uh, crew members right for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, two weeks down from four versus last year. <clears throat> yeah, I mean he looked good. Uh, Denny at times I thought looked good. At at times yeah. he he didn't look very good. Um, what what did you think about Toyota? Uh, I mean I think they did better than what they did there last year. Uh, when it was the first race, basically, um, and they had the overheating issues. Uh, but, you know, still disappointing for them. I'm sure they're not happy. So, uh, you know, look for them to bounce back, you know, possibly this week. Uh, but I think definitely on the short tracks as we get closer to them. So, uh, you know, we'll wait and see. It's still really young early in the season. And one last thing, you know, I mentioned it several times on the live show. But shout out to freaking Corey LaJoy again. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Frickin here we go. 15 finish, man. He was literally moving people out of the way, <laughs> and you just kept hey. complimenting him. But, he, I mean, he had speed that entire race, man. Yeah, yeah, he you did. Know, if, you look at did. The, if you look at the speed charts and all that, he, he, he was very, very good, man. Um, very good. He because, did. you know, typically in the past, Corey would take some advantages of – you know, the attrition from other drivers and things of that nature. But, like, he, that might have been the best race, you know, minus a uh, Talladega or Daytona that the guys ever run. Um, it's just sticking with Toyota for a minute. If you would have asked me what was Chris Bell's speed rating coming out of Auto Club, I would have said, I don't even think he cracked the top 20 based on the way that he looked, but he was actually ninth. He actually wasn't that slow, but he just didn't seem like he, he was, he was in contention at all to even sniff the top five. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Reddick. Reddick has some decent yeah. things too. Yeah. I, so, I agree. You know, they had issues finishing and they never were in contention. You know, um, they'll drop back right away. So I'll tell you two takeaways with uh, from Chevy, just talking about drivers. One, I thought Will Byron was pretty disappointing from Definitely the halfway point, from the halfway point of that race, right? And I thought that Chase Elliott, who severely um, struggled at times last year, I, I think on the on like two, that two mile plus format. I thought that he was pretty consistently improving the entire day. And and at the end of the race, he was there, man. He was there. Yeah. It was almost like, I think it was Nashville last year where, you know, his car, he was just so, 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 so. And then come to third stage, it's like he found a new car, man. And, uh, you know, it, it was really good. So, you know, we'll have to see if that carries over for uh, – Josh Berry this weekend, some chases in a row. Yeah, so uh, about a half an hour before Coop and I are recording this, uh, it, it broke that Chase Elliott broke his leg or something, uh, a snowboarding accident, and he's having surgery. He will not run on Sunday. Josh Berry will be in his car. And I'll tell you, Coop, my immediate reaction to that is... I know what you, your immediate reaction, man, is you probably got really hard really quick. Josh Berry season? Well, wait, no. My my immediate reaction was I thought that this race specifically was going to tell us a ton about Chase Elliott this season on mile and a half tracks, right? I mean, he struggles. He he struggles at, at he struggled at Vegas and Kansas last year. He only has six top twenties in the twelve races at Vegas. And while I was impressed with Elliot grinding his way forward at Auto at Auto Club, I had my concerns coming into this week, and I think he would have answered a lot of how the rest of the year would go on these cookie cutter ovals. And now we don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't that, know. So, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I mean, we'll have to wait and see uh, how many weeks he misses. Yeah, uh, my guess is if he's having surgery, it's going to be more than a couple. Yeah, I mean, 
We'll have to wait and see if his leg's in a cast or what part of the leg he broke or ankle or foot or whatever. I mean, Hosovar, you know, he broke his foot last year, right? Yeah. Because I, I remember him limping around on the crutches for, you know, probably six to eight weeks. But, yep. you know, I think he was driving for most of them. So we'll just have to yeah. wait and see, man. You know, these NASCAR drivers, they're not like NBA players. So mm-hmm. I'll get around and get back in it. He was, yeah, he, he drove her definitely last year in the truck series for a little bit. Uh, all right. So, the, so track talk. So where are we at right now? We're at, um, Las Vegas mile and a half track. The comps would be what Kansas and Charlotte. Uh, Kansas, you know, but you know, I, I don't know. These tracks are their own identity. You know, we can use other ones as much as we want to, but, you know, it helps a little bit, maybe. Um, It could possibly hurt you, depending upon how you look at it. But, uh, you know, I would probably say last week's numbers and then, like you said, Kansas. But I don't know if I'm really weighing that much in the Kansas because uh, it's, to me, it's much smoother. Um, It's just a different track. So what did you look at? I know that we, when we spoke earlier in the week, you were like, I'm, I'm looking a little bit at, at how they looked at Fontana last week. And my question to you was, tire wear plays such a big role in the speed of these cars that I think it's really hard to, to pull a comparison from, from last week to this week, don't you think? Yeah, but I mean, I think... Uh from a tire wear perspective, Vegas is a lot closer to Fontana than what it is Kansas. Um, and not to say that it's anywhere close to um, uh, Fontana, but you know, this track hasn't been paved since 2006, I think. Yeah. And I was reading somewhere where, you know, we saw more tire wear there last year because the temperatures were a little bit warmer too. Um, temperature is going to be a little bit cooler this year, so I don't know if tire wear is going to come in. And like I said, it wasn't anything like Darlington or it wasn't anything like what we saw last week. So, but you know, we are seeing a little bit enough to where I think um, you're going to see some drivers take a shot at two tires versus four tires or four tires versus two tires, whichever way you want to look at it. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. So looking at the board like we do every week, Kyle Busch, I don't think it's a surprise. He's an absolute monster at at Vegas. He looked incredible last week. They made him the odds-on favorite early in the week at like six to one, six and a half to one maybe you you found somewhere. And uh, he's down to five and a half to one currently. At, at DraftKings. I'm just going to look at DK for the purposes of the video. Um, five and a half to one. Kyle Larson, seven to one, your second choice. Chastain is eight to one. Logano's eight to one. Blaney is nine to one. Truex and Denny are around 10 to one. And then it, it, it falls back, basically. Byron Bell and Reddick are in that 12, 14 to one range. And then Har- Harvick on back, it's basically 20 to one or higher so i think and i think you agree with me it's really hard to bet kyle bush at six to one this week don't you agree uh definitely um you know you mentioned last week he was really good at fontana uh not sure you know if he had the best car though um because i I agree i think a couple out um you know definitely a top three four car uh, no matter which way you look at it. But, you know, you talked about him being good here at Vegas, but, you know, he is good here at Vegas. But he's probably a step or two down of where he was good at Fontana. Like, he's not like, you know, a clinch here at Vegas by any means whatsoever. Um, you know, he's good. But right. I, I don't know if it's a top five track for him, to be quite honest with you. If you look at his career stats, where, they just always know, make, definitely feel comfortable saying Fontana is or was. You know what it is? Every time he wins there, because it's his home track, they make yeah. such a big deal of him and his brother. Anytime they right. run well right. there, 
So you know what I mean? I'm not trying to take anything away from the guy. Um, you know, we were both on him from the very beginning of the week, and uh, he's he was very good. And uh, you know, we'll see how it rolls this week. So second choice is Kyle Larson at seven to one. He he. He may have, he might have had the best car on the track on Fontana. We, we'll never know, right? I expected him to be strong. You expected him to be strong. Historically, he's been a, a monster going to this week on these cookie cutter ovals. I expect him to compete for the win this week. And if you look at his races in Vegas, specifically the spring race, he's been a monster here in the spring. Average finish somewhere around four and a half. His last two spring races here, he ran first and second. He's probably been in the top three about 50% of the time the last 10 races here. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to be very, very good here and, and compete for a win. Can, can I bet him at 7-1? to one? I don't know yet. He was one of the three or four cars I was trying to target going into the week. I know you were too. Uh, you think we could bet him at 7-1? to one? Oh, we can get him at eight. So uh, I, I think where that uh, Fred he uh, Borstool had him at eight too. Oh, okay. So, um, but I think he's going to be one of the cars I feel who's in jeopardy of. You know, maybe he is. Maybe we lose that plus eight, and he ends up being six fifty or seven hundred if we don't take him pre-qualifying. Because I have a feeling he's going to be pretty good at qualifying. Yeah, I uh, I kind of agree with you. I think he could win the poll. I think he, he's one of those cars that could win the poll, actually. Um, yeah. All right, so Chastain is 8-1. to one. The most you and I have seen him this week is has been, what, 8.5 to 1? And it was like one yeah. place, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've, heard a lot of, eight now. I've heard a lot of people talk about the, the right move is to wait for him because ordinarily he doesn't qualify all that well, and we might be able to get a better number on him live. Now, while I, uh, I, um, I understand that he doesn't always qualify so well, have you taken a look at the two groups, the A and B group, to qualify? Yeah, um, <clears throat> when I first looked at it, I felt that the B group was significantly uh, weaker. That's what I. That's what I. That's the one. That's the one that Chastain's in. Right. And then I went back and looked at it. I think again last night, and uh, it's still weaker, but I don't think it's as weak um, as what I thought. And then you know, I just wanted to let you know that some of the names that qualified in the top five here last, I mean, the top 10 last year went by the name of Ricky Stenhouse, Austin Dillon, Chase Briscoe, Austin Sendrick. So, you know, it's, it's wide open, you know? And I mean, even if you look at the trucks in the Xfinity tonight, like take Kyle Busch out of it and just look at the regulars, like neither one of the regulars that you would expect to do well in the qualifying were up there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But traditionally, uh, Chastain is not uh, a qualifier. And there's some drivers out there that just aren't very good qualifiers. And, you know, Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, uh, they're not. And then you have some that are really good at it. Like last year, Austin Sindrick, Tyler Reddick, Chris Bell. So Kyle Larson, right? He 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 he's mm -hmm. he's up in the front couple rows a lot. Um, so mm -hmm. so Coop likes Ross Chastain. I like Ross Chastain. I took the eight and a half to one because I didn't want to wait. Coop held off a little bit because he thought maybe he might be able to get a better number in qualifying. Here's my issue with that. What do you think that he is going to have to qual qualify out of in order for that number to get past eight and a half to one? Anywhere out of the top ten. 
So you think if he starts 14th, they're moving that number? To 1,000. I don't think they are, Coop. Not off I last year and not off last week. I think as yeah, there was no qualifying last week, though. Yeah, I'm saying how his car ran last week. Right, right, right. But uh, they don't look at that. They're going to look at practice numbers. They're going to look at where the guy starts. I agree with That's that. What they're going to do. With the exception of a few drivers. And I think that it doesn't matter where Kyle Larson qualifies. He ain't he ain't right. moving all seven to one. Exactly. But like right? I don't think Ross Chastain is in that Kyle Larson. I Kyle agree. I agree. I agree with you that he's not quite there based off the last couple of years that Larson has had. But I think that they are going to be very hesitant to move those those track house cars. And obviously, specifically Chastain, he's usually the better track house car. Um, I don't know. I, I I just I would be surprised if he's ten to one tomorrow night. And I mean, I I think you're going to see a lot of movement in general um, because I think these books are going to overweigh practice and qualifying. I mean, qualifying is one lap. Practice is ten to fifteen laps, and if there's a track, uh, uh, type of track that they run on that I feel practice means little to nothing next to Talladega and Daytona, it's the mile and a half. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I, I mean, listen, if he goes to 10 to one, I'll just throw a couple more bucks on him. But I think that there's just as much of a chance as he isn't moving off that current number. So Joey, Only time will tell, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The good news is we'll find that out tomorrow night. One of us um, is going to be happy. The other one's going to be salty. Well, I mean, I don't think you're going to – you wouldn't be that upset. I mean, you're only getting, what, 50 cents worse of a number if you took them? So I don't I don't think it's a, it's a huge yeah, deal. 50. Huh? No, I'm saying like let's say he stays where he's at and he doesn't move. Right? I got him at plus eight fifty. It's it's right, it's it's, it's 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 not a huge a huge difference to you. Um Joey so let's talk about Penske. They 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 screwed us last week. They didn't do what we exactly what we thought, especially in those groups. Joey Logano, yeah. I mean we never were in you know, on Blaney, so so what what do you think about about um, Penske this week? Historically, Joey's been pretty solid here. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait. I mean, it's just so crazy, man. Like, I almost felt like, you know, we talked about it a lot last year. Once those cars removed themselves from clean air, they just they fall, they fall through the field like right. a – Right, a stone. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously Blaney had issues, but, you know, and Logano didn't fall, 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 but, I mean, he fell, fell, fell from where he was to 10. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, being a contender to win the race the first couple stages to, you know, being, you know, an outcast in the third stage. So, I don't know, man. I don't I'm know. I'm sure either. they're going to put down some fast laps. Uh you know, I, I mean, the numbers that are out there on them, 800, 900, 1,000, I just can't do that. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Like, I think Penske can run well on Sunday, but I'm not mm -hmm. looking I'm not looking to pay for it to see it. And, like, right. the, we're not going to get Ryan Blaney at 12 to 1 uh, unless he qualifies, you know, I don't know, outside the top 15 probably. 20 no what's the worst number he's at right now he's right right now right now dk has nine to one on on ryan blaney hmm. logano's eight to one blaney's nine to one and, uh, he's he's 850 and they're 850 and 750. he's nine to one at uh like, so then, I'm taking Kyle Larson before that. Oh, my God, Coops. Hold on. We can end this debate now because Ross Chastain is 9-1 to one at that 365. Son of a 
bitch. <laughs> How does that number move before practice and qualifying, though? Jeez. Is Logano and, and uh, who's in front of them? Logano and uh, Blaney? Kyle Bush five to one, Larson seven to one, Logano eight to one, Chastain nine to one, Blaney nine yeah, to one, man. Denny uh, ten to one. Fuck, man. What were you just saying a couple minutes ago about 50 cents? Fuck. I don't want to talk about it. All right, let's move on. (laughs) And what Um, was I saying? What was I saying right before that? One of us is going to be happy, the other is going to be salty. I thought I was going to wait till tomorrow to be salty. (laughs) I didn't think it was going to happen 10 minutes after the conversation, bro. It's kind of hurting me a little bit. That, that's crazy. I mean, like, what would make we sat there for days looking at the numbers? Like, I, I don't know if it's going to move. I don't know if it's going to move. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's all right. I'll throw more on him for spite. I don't care. We'll see what happens after after practice and qualifying. Um, right. Welcome into the boys in the chat. What's going on, everybody? Uh, all right. So, um, Joe Gibbs, Marty. Yeah. Denny, Bell, and and Ty Gibbs. What what do you expect from them? I know early in the week you were early in the week you were high on Denny Hamlin. I'm kind of higher on Marty than I am on Denny, if I'm being honest. But right. I'm not necessarily not high on Denny Hamlin. Um, right. Chris Bell, I I want to talk to you about. But before we get there, let's talk about Marty and Denny. What are your thoughts from those two? I think Marty's going to be real good on Sunday. Yeah, I think Marty's going to be real good. I just don't know if he has a waist-winning car. Um, you know, because we talked about it, uh, you know, I think in the last week it was, like, did he have a race-winning car or did he have a top-five car? And I think we all came to the consensus it would have been a top-five car, not necessarily a race-winning car. So, you know, that's the thing with Marty. Uh, Marty, I'll just live bet. Uh, you know, I don't expect him to qualify, you know, too well. Uh, we might even get a little bit better money on him, uh, you know, 1400 somewhere in that ballpark. So we'll have to wait and see. Denny, um, you know, I took Denny in a top five bet this week. Uh, guys got six out of eight top fives in the last uh, mile and a half tracks last year. Four out of the last six here in Vegas. Um, I just feel, you know, he's going to be there at the end. Um, I can get Denny at 12 to 1. I've been staring at the number all week on uh, Bet Frederick and uh, I haven't done anything with it. Doubt if I do anything with it. And the reason I doubt it uh, is because, you know, we talk a lot about Joey Logano being one of them drivers who just ends up being there at the end. Well, I think Denny Hamlin's the same way. Yeah, I don't um, I don't disagree. Denny didn't dominate by any means on these mile and a half last year. Uh, you know, I don't even think he let 100 laps between them. But he found a way to get there at the end. So <clears throat> that's kind of why I like him more for a top five than a pre-race bet to win. So uh, wait and see. But it is, you know, hard not to pull the trigger on a 12-1 to Denny Hamlin because – it's probably been a long time, you know, um, since we've seen a twelve to one Denny Hamlin. Uh, yeah, I mean, our, last you know, season, what what was he basically ten to one or less, pretty much all year. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so just uh, following up on Marty, he's been really good at the track. I mean, his average finish yeah. was like six. I think that he was going to win. He was going to win the spring race last year but a late pit stop cost him the shot, right? Um, I think he had, well, he only has one win, but five top fives, nine top tens in his last 10 here. And I, I might be wrong, but I think the aggregate of the two races at Vegas last year, he had the most average fastest laps of anybody on the track. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that, that but, but I think that's true. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I have a lot more interest in Martin Truex this year than what I had last year. Yeah, ditto, ditto for sure. All right, Chris Bell. Chris Bell, 
hasn't, I don't think he's looked great this year. Although if you look at the speed rankings, it, he didn't have a bad week last week. But I think to me, he's probably my biggest wild card, I think, of, of any driver on the track. Has not looked great this year. Does that mean anything? No, because a lot of people struggle at Auto Club and run very well at, at Vegas. What we do know is if you look at the fall races at Kansas and Vegas, he was the best car on the track in both races, and it's not even close when it comes to raw, raw speed, right? Now, does that mean that he's going to be a monster here and show up for the first time this year? Not necessarily, but... I don't know how to quantify how good he was here last year with the way he's looked so far this year, which I think has been unimpressive to me. So what do you think yeah. about Chris I mean, I, I said it at the top of the show, you know, um, you can put him in the group with Tyler Reddick and William Byron as wild cards. We don't know. Uh, could they be in a little slump? Sure. Could it have just been a bad race? Sure. Could it be the beginning of, you know, a two-month slump or a little, a little bit longer than what we think? Could be. Who knows? Uh, but we'll have to wait and see because, you know, if you remember Chris Bell last year, uh, at the beginning of the year, he ran very, very good from a speed perspective. And there were a lot of races where he was in that contention for a good finish. But – he had issues with his pit team or he had issues um, <clears throat> finding, you know, other carnage on the racetrack or the carnage found him. And then sometime in the summer, it all started clicking, you know, and all came together. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he's just having a reverse part of last year. So, um, you know, that's the hard part. Like Reddick, Byron and, Bell, we can't do anything until we see what happens this weekend with them on the track. I can't bet anyone. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, after Chris Bell and Byron, it's Tyler Reddick at fifteen to one. Um, you know, he he hasn't he hasn't looked great so far this year by any means, um, but. I don't, I don't know how to quantify this new team. You know, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take him to get his groove. I don't know if he will get his groove. What we do know is when Kurt Busch was in that whip last year, it was phenomenal. So it's kind of hard to discount Tyler Reddick. Yeah. Because it was so fast last year. How many times did Kurt Busch contend for a win in the first half of the year? For, he won one, got got us one home, right? And uh, he he probably finished in the top three multiple times where he could have won. Tyler Reddick is a good enough driver to take advantage of a car like that if the car is going to be like that. But it hasn't Definitely. looked great so far, right? Yeah, but I mean, and not all of it's been their fault, you know. So you know, we just and, and, and what stinks about it is. We know the numbers are good on him, um, and we'd like to bet him, but I just can't, you know, carelessly, you know, take a shot on him right now. Oh, they posted odds on Josh Berry, twenty to one. Yeah, for for uh, us for Sunday. All right, let's talk about uh, Happy. What do you think about uh, Stuart Haas this week? I, I told you I didn't have any positive feelings last week about Happy. I didn't have any negative feelings about Happy, and I'm in the same boat this week. I'm just neutral on Happy right now, man. All right. All right. So, he did better. I'll, I'll allow it. I mean, he, he was one of the three best cars on the track the last quarter of the yeah, year, yeah. but I'll, and, I'll and allow then, it. You know, he, he was good last week, too, until that last stage or not yeah. even the last stage, the last restart or two. I agree. One the one Hendrick car we didn't talk about, Alex Bowman. I think that he's got a shot to surprise people here. Yeah, he's a defending champ, and uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But you know, I feel more confident betting Alex Bowman than I do Tyler Reddick, William Byron, or Chris Bell. 
I, Tyler Reddick, Will Byron. Or, yeah, I probably do too. Yeah, I'll buy that. I mean, he's been good every week this week, every week this week, every week this year. <clears throat> yeah, I don't disagree. All right, Josh Berry, 20 to 1. We'll pass on him. The other track house car, I two two bets that I made. I know you made one of them. Uh, Daniel Suarez was phenomenal here last year, and he was phenomenal last week, and he was 50 to 1 on Monday night to win the race, which is patently absurd. We hopped on it. He's down to 25 to 1 now. Uh, it like down to 17 to one in the offshore market. Uh, I think 25 to one is probably where he should have opened at, in my opinion, probably where he should have been all week. I thought, you know, 50 to one was crazy. We were able to get value there, but I'll be honest, Coop. I think Daniel Suarez could win the race on Sunday. I think he's going to be very good. Yeah. I, I messaged you and, uh, at the beginning of the week and I said, you know, I'm looking for, 3,000 to 4,000 on uh, Daniel Suarez. Well, I would have bet him at, I would have bet him at 3,000. Yeah, he was that all he yeah. was that all week yeah. basically. But right. they, they were a, a couple number, outliers. So, yeah. Yeah. My only concern with Danny is finishing. Um, he has that problem sometimes. Uh, you know, last week he was a solid car the entire race, but he couldn't take it to the next level. But Good for him. He couldn't let a drop past that level either. So it was just a great race for him. Yeah, you are right, though. There is something that sometimes when he's got a great car, he'll just sit in fourth place all day long. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and he'll never he'll never sniff the lead. Um, he can't get I, it to I that agree. next level for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, right behind him, another car that I hit at 40 to one. I threw a little bit of money on not even a half unit, like a quarter of a unit uh, bubble Wallace. I think that bubble could be good here. I do. I, I think he could finish in the top five. If it all went right for bubble Wallace, could he win the race on Sunday? I don't know. Maybe, but I think that that number is objectively wrong at 40 to one. Don't you think that number is wrong? Numbers wrong. I just didn't bet it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, outside of that, is there anybody that you want to talk about? Forty to one or lower? Jones, Briscoe, Kez, Dylan. Anybody? No, I mean any of them drivers that do well, I'll be happy getting a 35, 30 to one during the race. But I'm not going to bet them. I want to see, you know, what they do. Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's I mean, what, what's Ricky Stenhouse? A uh, hundred to one at DK, which means we That's could find a better number probably somewhere. Right, right. Uh, he's done very well in this spring race. Yeah, um, hundred to one. I bet three six five also. All right. So looking at the other markets. Uh, there so, were no I mean, if you look at the winners, I mean, I think where we're at, you got Wallace. We both have Suarez. You have. I know you You will be on Chastain at some point, right? But I'm on him now. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, outside of that, I mean, like, I think the only other car I, I came kind of close to. Larson. Yeah. Right. And I would put a after after him. I kind of put like Denny and Marty in this little bubble that yeah. I think they have the possibility to be really, really good and have a car to compete. I also think they, they I, might. Have a I think uh, we're both, you know, in the same spot on Denny. You're a little bit higher on Marty um, than what I am. Um, I don't not like him or anything. I think where you're at with Marty, I might be at Blaney. Okay. I'll buy that. There I was going through the stats uh at um uh, how what Ryan Blaney has done in Las Vegas and he's been pretty good here. So so yeah, I'll I'll buy that. And and I think if 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 you were going to take your shot at at a Penske car, I'm not paying 8 to 1 for Joey Logano and I really don't think Austin Cindric 
is going to compete for a win. I kind of think yeah. it's it's Ryan Blaney or pass, right? Right, right, right. But I mean, to that point, like I wouldn't bet Ryan Blaney right now at his number. I would rather bet Martin Truex. Right, 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 right. All right, so let's go. I looked at the top three markets. I didn't see anything I liked. Did you? Uh, no. I mean, I don't have the backing of what we had last week with Kyle Busch to feel confident enough to bet a top three this week. Okay. Now, you you said that you bet Denny Hamlin at plus 200 to hit the top five. That number was available for probably 20 minutes maybe before before the one spot pulled it right and it went down. Would you tell people to bet Denny Hamlin at plus 160 to crack the top five, which I think you could find? No, I would tell them to bet somebody else at another number. Okay. At that similar number. Okay. Um, I really like Kyle Larson top five. I think 155. Yeah, I do too, Coop, but even money? 155. Where? Barstool. Let me pull you out. need to pay more attention to Barstool. What's the name of your show? <laughs> My website, you mean? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I heard somebody on another NASCAR podcast talking about um, the top 10 markets at Barstool are by far the best top 10 markets, like, basically. He's, one, he's 125 now, so that has changed. He was oh. 155. I don't mind it at one fifty-five. <laughs> Hold on a minute. And Denny's dropped down to one eighty-five now. So there has been some uh, changing in that market. I would not be betting Kyle Larson at one twenty-five. Would you bet? Would 150, you one fifty-five? I felt much better. Would you tell people to bet Denny at plus one eighty-five? No, that's a tight one, man. Because last week. Um, and I told you this in, in chat, man, I held out on Denny um, because his, he was around 150, 120, 130, 140 at books earlier in the week. And last week I got Kyle Bush at plus 190 for a top five. Right. And I didn't want to, I wanted that number, you know, and I'm fortunate enough to get 200. It's five cents. Um, is different than what it was before, but I don't know. Um, that's fair to really say. Felt good. I, feel, I really felt good about that 200. Like, yeah. if I saw it at 175, I don't know if I would have bet it or not. You know? That's fair. So, that's fair. I also, was, I like, I also bet two top fives. I took Daniel Suarez to hit the top five at plus 350. I think that number is absurd because I think he's going to have a top five car. I really do. Um, the other top five car that I took, I took a shot on Bubba. I think if it all goes well for Bubba, could he hit the top five? Yeah. Why I bet it was because six to one to crack the top five when Kyle Busch is plus 500 in some shops to win the race. That feels like value to me. Because Bubba Wallace was very good last year on these tracks. So um, I took some value grabs. But I, I feel very good about Daniel Suarez. I would tell anybody to take the shot there at three and a half to one if you can get it. Um, it you know, if you don't want to take the flyer with me on Bubba at six to one, I get it. There probably will be some people that don't want to. Uh, if I was going to tell you to bet one, it would be Suarez. What do you think about those two top five scoops? Um, I think the numbers that you got were uh, very, very good. Uh, my only issue with it is I could see both of them finishing seventh and eighth. Yeah, I think that could happen. Sure, so, could happen, so. definitely. Especially, and and I, I, I and I could really see them being in the top five, especially Suarez for a good part of the day. And then, you know, maybe just not having a good last run or it was a restart that hurt him or whatever it might be. Um, and then finishing seventh or eighth. Like, I, I think that if we ran this race uh, 10 times, I think there's a better chance of them finishing seventh or eighth 
or they would finish seventh or eighth more often than what they finished in the top five? Um, I agree with you on on that. But the numbers are great. The numbers are great. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but I mean, like at at, at plus six hundred, you basically got to crack the top five fourteen percent of the time, and right. you're gonna win. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I agree. I agree with you. They, I, I could see them running. <laughs> I can see them running seventh or an eighth and falling just short myself. Um, but I think the numbers were worth taking a shot. Um, yeah. So manufacturer chevy's minus 125 toyota plus 280 ford plus 290 would you take anybody against chevy no me either okay did you see i got excited for a second when i saw the weekly special tab back at yeah Fred. i did too i did, I did too and then i was like right, here we go yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's one it, it's it's one bullshit play on Kyle Bush to win the truck race, the Xfinity race, and the cup race. Right. And and the and, number is 25 to 1. You could have got 50 right. to 1 earlier in the week if you wanted to bet that. And I, I was like, the first thing that came to my mind was like, hell yeah, baby, we're going to be able to bet Chevy top one and two. You know, yeah. we went after that a lot last year. Plus, and, yeah, you know, three, I spent a lot of the offseason going through and looking at that. Like, you know, how many times did uh, we – see a manufacturer finish first and second and i'd have to look at my notes to get the but i think it was 16 or 17 times out of half like the time 30, you know and rate. i would definitely bet chevy to finish uh one two um, right you know this race because what was what was the other one that we uh were ripping off quite a bit in the um, weekly specials um pole winner to be uh the pole winner, winner we right hit. a couple uh, we uh, didn't hit it, but we always looked at it. Right, right. So. I agree, though. Like, when, when we were getting odds at, like, Chevy runs 1-2 at plus 350 or plus 400, I mean, we we if you look at our win rate on the times that we bet, I bet you we hit that 75% of the times. <laughs> One of the other things while we're talking about this that I wanted to touch base with you on Um let me be able to pull it up. Hold on. We didn't talk about it last week, but was a winning team. And it's one of them bets that you just don't see that much anymore. We yeah. saw it quite frequently last year, but it's gone away. But um, my buddy, not your buddy, Fred, uh, has that available. And I, when I first glanced at it, the numbers kind of were like, whoa, wait a minute now. I thought they were better than what we were getting on this last year. But it also could have been, you know, later in the season that I was thinking we were getting the rougher numbers than what we are. But they have HMS at 300 as the starter. Okay. Gibbs at 385, Penske at 400, uh, RCR at 550, Trackhouse at 660. Okay. I mean, I don't mind having both those track house cars, but I, none of the numbers that you threw out to me screamed like I have to bet that. Right, right, right. But like, aren't, they're higher than what they were last year, aren't they? Like last year, I want to say they were like 150, 200, 250, 300, 350, yeah, Hendrick, Hendrick, or Hendrick was normally your favorite. At somewhere right. around like two and a half to one, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, twenty three XI is a plus thirteen twenty. What book are you looking at? Oh, Beth Fred, right? Yeah, I can't wait until they get to Jersey. They they next to Caesars and Barstool, like they added more bets this week than what they had in the prior weeks. Yeah, so um, they're doing well. Looking at the matchups, was there anything that you liked? Uh, there was only one. I and saw it was, one too. They, they were like plus 140 or something like that. 
I forget uh, who it was. Daniel Suarez is a plus 120 over Tyler Reddick. Yeah, I like that. That might have been that might have been the one. I have to look. No, it wasn't the one. Because I'm getting it off of Bet Fred. No, definitely wasn't the one. <laughs> so. So yeah, I like that. I I I mean, I think we both expect Suarez to run well. Reddick's a question mark. Right. Yeah, I don't. I mean, mind it's that. plus numbers, so that's the one I'm leaning toward. But again, like, I don't want to go too heavy on Danny Suarez either. Sure. Like I had a lot of Kyle Busch last week, and I can understand that. I can't have that much Danny Suarez this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I have a unit on him total. So right, right. That's good. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go much more than that. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. Uh what about the groups? That, that was the only head to head that I saw. Yeah, I, I looking that at the head to heads, Kyle. I mean, I guess you can make an argument for Kyle yeah, Larson yeah. at right. plus. I think one uh one one twenty, one twenty five maybe is what we was the best number against Kyle Bush. Yeah. Oh, well, right now he's down to plus 105 at DK. I think that's about what he's been all week. So, um, Bell, Bell or Truex, I mean, any anything where you're laying a VIG, I, we want no part of, obviously. So, mm -hmm. yeah. What about the groups, Coop? You see any groups that you like? Yeah, I had a couple. Um, again, Bet Fred. And they might have even taken it down. I need to look. Because um, Chase Elliott uh, was in it. Let's see if it's even still available. Bad Fred. It looks like it's been removed. What was it? It was Denny Hamlin uh, at 250. I think. Hold on. Uh, Denny Hamlin at 275. Martin Truex at 250 over Chris Bell and Chase Elliott. Okay. So the only other one that I've been interested in um, is a Suarez. Me too, bro. And, Suarez and Bubba? Right. Against who? Um, well, I have, two, I have two of them written down. Um, one's at Bet Fred against Reddick and Austin Dillon. The other one is better numbers, but it's also at Caesars, which means it's against four drivers versus three drivers. Right. Um, but it's Austin Dillon, Keselowski, Briscoe, and Jones. Okay. So yeah, I I, I I'm with you, but it's an like it's another one of those things like. Because I bet him to hit the top five, I wouldn't. I wouldn't invest any more money into right. Because like I'm, a, I'm at a crossing point. Like, do I like taking Suarez over Reddick on a versus a one on one at a cheaper number, or do I want to go for the bigger number, pull in Bubba, you know, probably not win as much as what I would with just betting Suarez straight out against Reddick but have them beat four drivers. So that's what I'm going back and forth on. Right. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, if you think about it, right, if you hit, if you scrape two of the four and you get a winner home, you're probably going to make around the same as if you just beat Reddick at plus 120. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It. I guess the, the upside, though, is... If Suarez shits the bed, at least you still got Bubba. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um definitely. Did did you see anything in top manufacturer that you liked? Um, I have one down on MGM. It's a uh, top Toyota. Uh Denny Hamlin's two sixty, Truex is two ninety, and <clears throat> I think they won probably the two best Toyotas. But I was thinking, you know, is this a way to get in on Bubba Wallace? Um, because what number? Seven to one? 
There was nine. Now it's eight. I mean, don't get me wrong. Denny, Marty, and Bell could all be very good. And who knows? Like Reddick's a wild card. You don't know. Mm -hmm. That number's appealing, though. Eight to one. Right. But, I mean, again, you know, I'm going to be betting three drivers, and Bell and Reddick could take me down. True. They're the top Toyota. True. So, especially I'm just wanting to get in to play the 800 on Bubba. And I have Marty and uh, Denny as my safety net to make a little bit of money if uh, one of them were to win it versus Bubba. I have a question about Top Ford. If you were going to throw Penske out, right? Do you feel good that? Uh, do you feel good about it, it, it? Would be Logano or Blaney to be the top Ford, or do you think Harvick and other drivers might be live? If I was betting a top four, I think I would take my shot at, I don't know what it is at other books. I'm just looking at MGM right now, 1100 for Kislowski. That's a good, that, that's better. That's a better number than what I'm looking at. Yeah. So talk, talk to me about that. Do you think Kez and Busher are going to run well? I mean, Kezlowski came through last week at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing you mentioned earlier that could have helped him was the tire wear last week where this is going to be more natural speed, which could hurt him. So maybe he's not as good or he's a slash down than what he was last week. I don't know. Um, but I think I, I from a numbers, I would just rather take uh, – Kozlowski at 1100 then Harvick at 475 is what they had him on here. Yeah, uh, Barstool has him at like five and a half to one. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you, though. I, I think if you're going to take a shot, take a shot at a price. Right, right. So kind of like what you're doing with the top fives. Right, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, to recap, Coop and I, I think I could speak for both of us felt very good going in the last week. Like we felt like we had a very good handle on what we were going to see this week. I kind of feel like a lot is up in the air. Coop. A lot. I don't feel anywhere near as good. I mean, I, I feel good about Larson and I feel good about Chastain. Right. Um, I don't feel good about anything else because we have those three wild cards we've talked about earlier. Blaney, you know, Logano, Marty, Denny, um, you know, there's just a lot out there, you know. And then, you know, Kyle Busch could just Kyle Busch us all. Yeah, 100% he can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Kyle Busch would be on our radar to bet if his number wasn't, you know, a little crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'll have much more um, after the numbers come back out after PNQ tomorrow. Because I think, like I said, I think they're going to be aggressive uh, with the drops or raising the numbers up. And it might intrigue me uh, much more than what I'm intrigued right now. And, you know, I, I just don't want to go out and throw a lot of money on uncertainty, especially where we're at right now, um, three weeks into the season and the results that we've had so far. Oh, I hate to break it to you, but you and I are a victim of our own results, my friend. Because people don't want to hear anything other than you and I cashing a ticket uh, at this point. What, one thing, before we recap what we're on, I want to talk to you about uh, qualifying tomorrow. Do you think that there's anybody worth taking a, a shot on? My immediate reaction was I thought Larson... Bush, Bubba, and and Bell could win the poll if, if it broke right. What what do you think about qualifying? Anybody worth that you might take a shot on? Well, one, I won't be taking any shots because two, I don't have any to take. <laughs> For whatever reason, like I know they're available on Barstool. 
Um, and they're available on Caesars, but it's quirky. I don't have either one of them available for me. Really? No. You know how, like, sometimes, you know, like, we'll get different numbers in different states. Yeah, yeah. And different bets in different states, like, yep. for whatever reason. Yep. Like, uh, I don't have head-to-heads available for me on Caesars. I was just saying that the other day. I will never understand why whatever bet you can get at Barstool in Virginia, I should be able to get in Jersey. It doesn't It doesn't make sense. Um, but, you know, I, I said this earlier to you and my probably one of my first messages to you this week about this race was um, I wanted a number on Cendric because Cendric is a very good qualifier. Um, I don't know what number is available out there for him, but I could try to I like it's, it, it can't it's it's got to be three four five thousand. Yeah, you think he could? Uh, let me see if I could find the number. Actually, signed my signed. Are you in here, bro? Do you have anything on uh, Austin Cindric to uh, in terms of winning the poll qualifying? All right, so to recap, Coop and I are on a lot less bets this week at this point in the week than we were last week. But uh, get into the Sports Keg Discord. You'll know everything that Coop is on by the end of the weekend. Or you can go to um, my website, barstoolquest.com, and uh, all my plays will be on the spreadsheet before um, tomorrow. Uh, I mean, before Sunday and Sunday morning. Uh, before we go, we talked about the trucks. Um, I took a half unit flyer on Ben Rhodes. I'm not even sure why, but I did. Uh, Kyle Bush looked like he had a wagon, but like you mentioned, there were 10 teams that didn't even make the race in time and they won't be there. They weren't getting to the track till around eight 30. And, uh, a lot of people just went in race trim, right? At least yeah. 10 teams. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know uh, which 10 teams, but, you know, I think there's going to be some faster trucks out there than what we saw in qualifying. Um, not to say that, you know, any one of them is going to be faster than Kyle Busch. Um, yeah. And you said he brought a wagon. Isn't a wagon kind of slow? No, a wagon is a monster, Goop. A wagon. Okay. We're talking different terms then. Yeah. So I wasn't going to bet him at plus 180. I'm certainly not going to bet him at plus 110 or whatever his number is. I'll sit and I'll wait and I'll try to beat him live if I can. If not, Coop and I are perfectly content to just sit and watch watch the race tonight and, and, yeah. and not make any bets. What about tomorrow? Tomorrow, I know you like the junior motorsports yeah. we were talking uh, do you yeah. still feel that way? I, I don't know. I need to look at it a little bit more because I was eating hibachi uh, when all that went down. So um, yeah. I need to look at it a little bit more. If we weren't recording the podcast, I would give you a timeout right now for the hibachi comment. Uh, so Cindric uh, is 18 to 1 at Caesars, 22 to 1 at Barstool to well, win the What? 18 to 1 at Caesars, 22 to 1 at Barstool. What? What's what's the favorite? Probably seven or eight to one, if I had to guess. What? What's the favorite sign? Probably like Bush or Larson at like seven to one, something like that, if I had to guess. Call me crazy, man, but like won't the, won't like pole qualifying bets like last year? Six like, and a half to one. Bush. Ten to one, eleven to one for the favorite? No, no, because yeah. no, the, we were only getting seven to one on driver to win the poll wins the race last no, year. They, no, they, they yeah. haven't had better, better numbers than that on. Because uh, I remember, like, you could get good numbers, man, 30, 40, 50 on some of these drivers. Yeah, so Larson is seven to one, Bush six and a half to one. So I guess they have faith in Cindric. They've uh, tightened that up. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't well, be taking Cindric at 18 to 1 or whatever it was. Yeah, all they do is tighten up, Coop. Oh, me and you are just ducking and moving every year, trying to find it. Um, all right, so to recap what we're on, we're both on Daniel Suarez. 
at 50 to one to win the race. I only threw a half unit on it. I'm pretty sure Coop only threw a half unit on it. Um, Coop's on Denny Hamlin, top five at plus 200. I'm on Daniel Suarez, top five at plus 350 for a half unit. And uh, Bubba Wallace, top five at six to one for a half unit. I'm the idiot that took Ross Chastain at eight and a half to one. I will take him again for spite if he's 10 to one on Sunday morning. Um, And uh, aside from that, Coop and I will be adding more plays in our Discord and on the website uh, this weekend. If you want to get an invitation to get into the Discord, just shoot me a DM on Twitter and I will give you guys... um, I will give you guys a link. And for the audio listeners only on Spotify, Apple, Google, thanks for listening, man. We appreciate you. Other than that, we'll be live all weekend long doing what we do. Uh, Good luck this weekend. Hopefully we make some money. If not, we'll be back next week. All right, we're out. Later.